Hi, I'm Mike Sklenz, and this is Nintendo World Report's Connectivity Podcast, Episode 80, Excitebots the Shit Out of It. This week, we've just got one long segment for you featuring Neil, Patrick, Trick, and Tyler talking about some upcoming games and some games they've been playing. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another connectivity. We do panels now. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm Neil Ronahan, and uh, we are going to talk about some quarter two releases, and all three of them. And then we're going to talk about what, we're pl- what we've been playing. And the we in question are Patrick Barnett. Hello, hello. Scott Thompson. Yo! <laughs> and and the one guy here that I didn't spend a wonderful weekend with two weekends ago, Tyler Olu. At least we Which don't talk that. about I it. I wish you were there, man. Oh, uh, you know, I gotta try. Then I felt bad Guillaume made it. He lives in Canada. I don't even have that Canadian excuse, so I'll have to try <laughs> next year. I think, I think Guillaume's closer than you, so I don't know if I'd be that upset. <laughs> so anyways, yes. Yep. All right, so uh, before we get to what we've been playing, we've been playing exciting new stuff. Because March was uh, was a very beneficial month, especially like that one week period <laughs> from like Lego City to Luigi's Mansion. There's like twenty fucking games worth playing. <laughs> um, but we're gonna get depressing first, and we're gonna talk about what's coming out on the Wii U and 3DS in April, May, and June, or what we in the biz call quarter two, Ooh. or I guess fiscally it's quarter one, but we usually go by the real calendar, not the bullshit money-based calendar <laughs> so on wii u it looks like our next big release is injustice gods among us which is probably going to be gimped because as far as i know it's not getting any of the dlc which could end up being like new characters and for anyone that doesn't know anything about this game it's this pretty freaking sweet looking uh mortal Kombat style game it's made by nether realm same guys who made the recent mortal Kombat game and pretty much the guys who have always made Mortal Kombat. Uh, and it's, it's got DC characters in it. So it's like Batman punches Superman in the face while Lex Luthor and the Joker also fight. And it looks really, really awesome for the comic nerd in me. And I know Patrick and Tyler, you guys have also uh, are big DC comics fans. Uh, are you guys excited for this game at all? Hell no. <laughs> I, I don't care at all. Why I not? guess I just have like, I had like this weird like phase where I'm like, I don't know if I talked about it before, but I'm just like, oh man, I love arcade games. I bought a Hori arcade stick. I got Street Fighter <laughs> Four. I got yeah, like I, do I got this. Uh, uh, Soul Calibur Four at the same time. And then I bought all the Street Fighters, and I was like, and I had all the Marvel versus um, uh, Tatsuno. Oh, sorry, uh, Tatsuno versus Capcom. I bought that arcade stick. Like I was like, all right, now it's time to sit down and play like these eight fighting games I have. And then I'm just like. Oh my god, I'm terrible and I don't like any of them. So I just like sold off everything. And it was a really weird move, but I did it. So anyways, yeah, I'm not interested at all, especially um by something from the Mortal Kombat guys. Like I don't care about their work at all. So yeah. See, my thing is, did anyone play like the Mortal Kombat game that came out recently? It's so good. It is I I didn't play it until Vita, but um it was fucking incredible. And this seems to be going in that same direction. I know that they're kind of doing some different things i know i haven't haven't followed it too closely um but i know that uh, zach should have a preview up soon uh, maybe even by the time well now he's 
Um, for anyone that, that wants to send Zach well wishes on Twitter, uh, he's in the hospital right now, but he should be fine. Um, it's just he's there for a few days. Um, you can go back and listen to other episodes to find out Zach's mystery illness. But anyway, um, I mean, I think Injustice looks really cool. And Tyler, I totally get your, like, not really being good at fighting games and kind of not giving a shit about them because I'm the same way. Like I recognize that like street fighter four is incredible, but it just like, I play it for a little bit, fucking around with friends. And then I'm like, well, that was fun. Uh, but the mortal Kombat game and what this game promises is a pretty big single player component. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And of course I'll probably, you know, screw around with friends and, you know, we'll have, the flash versus green lantern and stuff. It'll be fun. <laughs> well i could say like the mortal kombat game was great because i i've played you know the first three mortal kombat games not like religiously i in fact i don't think i ever owned any of them but just at the arcade and friend's house and stuff growing up definitely played enough of them and very familiar with the mortal kombat movies uh for better or worse and it did the recent mortal kombat did a really good job of like retelling that whole story like from the whole series like it brought it all together and it hit this like weird nostalgic note in me where I was like, I kind of remember all this nonsense that's going on here. Like, this makes sense to me. And I enjoyed that, even though, I mean, it's a campaign in a fighting game. I still really enjoyed it. And I can only imagine that yeah. with Injustice, I mean, you have DC Comics, you have all this history to build on, and if they can well, do, if they did that with a few Mortal Kombat games and, a, and two shitty movies, like, I would imagine, and I, I know this is sort of an original storyline, I think, but still, like, um, it, there's a lot to I, draw I don't on. want to, I guess, skip ahead, like, two minutes um, if you don't want to be spoiled at all, but as far as I know, like they, they have a couple comics leading up to it. Um, but yeah, Scott, they're doing fucking crazy shit with this game. Yeah. It starts off where like Superman's tripping balls for some reason. And he thinks <laughs> he, he's, he's fighting doomsday, hmm. but in reality, he's beating the shit out of a pregnant Lois Lane. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to kill you doomsday. And he takes, he takes what he thinks is doomsday up until out of the earth's atmosphere is to, you know, so they can't breathe any. So we can't breathe anymore. And he's like gets away from the stuff that's fucking with his head. And then he realizes that it's Lois Lane. And then he goes completely like batshit crazy, and like becomes like a fascist dictator and gets like all the heroes to join up with him to make sure something like that never happens again. <laughs> and I think that the only two people that are opposing him right now are oddly enough Batman and Harley Quinn. Nice. And this is the story of injustice. The, yes, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah like see that alone like yeah. it's like, totally like, I, worth I haven't playing, read the I comic but i heard about that and like my jaw dropped and i'm like oh shit i need to play this game <laughs> yeah and like uh, I, and like i said the mortal Kombat one did a really good job of like drawing you into the story and actually making it fun um to play you know yeah. it wasn't just the same like every match was like just one-on-one and then you, you move like up the ladder to the next opponent like it really did all kind of tie together and there were different like uh, you know, sometimes you'd fight two people at the same time, or there might even been some where you had to just, like, survive for a certain amount of time, and, and like, things of that nature. Um, so, applying that to this yeah. just sounds really cool, and that already sounds like a crazy-ass, like, story uh, direction, so that's pretty cool. Do you, do you, Neil, yeah. Neil, do you know if it has, like, the, like, challenge, um, I don't know what they called it in Mortal Kombat, but there's, like, the... Each, like, you could play like the, the thing where there's, like, for each character, there's all that shit you can do? Yeah. I think think so like i know that like i like i said because i I mean i played through mortal Kombat, but i wasn't like super super into it yeah um so i don't really know like what's totally different in that one i haven't followed this game that closely okay enough to know that i want to play it 
if there's something like that, that'd be really cool too. I mean, it was a sense like I'm pretty sure there is. It was essentially like Super Smash Brothers with those challenges, like just really weird requirements playing as different characters. Um, so that'd be cool. Yeah. So uh, Tyler, um, you better get that uh, fight stick back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> maybe there's gonna be a moment where Superman's like, "I knew it wasn't Doomsday the whole time." <laughs> That's the that's the end. That's the last panel of the comic, and you're like, what? <laughs> so, retail wise, that's it for Wii U for April. Yeah. Well, I guess they just announced today on that same day, April 16th, we're getting uh, Pandora's oh, yeah, Tower. Oh yeah, we are getting Pandora's Tower. <laughs> I forgot about that because the Wii is a system that has been dead since like last <laughs> February. Uh-huh. That's and that even that's being a little generous. Generous. That is like. Yeah. <laughs> Japan like niche Japanese game day like that's crazy like yeah. that's that and then, yeah, and then uh, Soul Hackers but that's Soul Hackers um, yeah. which uh, we just put up a preview uh, Kim Keller one of our newer staffers is uh, on the review for that game and we should I think have something up around launch um, I think she should be getting the review copy soon but that game looks pretty awesome and mm-hmm. it's uh, I mean it's just more of that same Mega Ten sweet sweet nectar <laughs> first person dungeon crawler you talk to demons and you try to get them to join your team and then like you fuse them and shit um and this is a remake of a sega saturn and playstation game that never came out in north america mm-hmm. yeah it's awesome and it has like the coolest street pass ago. that i know i will not be able to take advantage of and it's like there's like a monster that as you street pass it with other people like it gets yeah. stronger like oh that's just that sounds spectacular that sounds awesome. and it's like i'll get one or something i don't know it'll be terrible <laughs> that's why you need to go to pax tyler there you go. Okay, <laughs> dude, I got I got more than one hundred Etrian Odyssey four street passes at packs. <laughs> That's nuts, man. That's nuts. But I yeah, mean, no, I don't I... think you can really do anything with them. <laughs> <laughs> I got them. But yeah, no, that'll be cool. I mean, it's like Mega Ten Christmas on 3DS right now. You know? Yes, yes. Uh, that's what uh, what I made a comment to the Atlas PR rep, and then they tweeted about it. <laughs> I got the reply when I was like, "Dude, it's like Mega Ten Christmas. <laughs> this is awesome." And then he's like, "Can we use that in social media?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> Weird. That's, that's, that's an approval process. They did. Twenty retweets and eight favorites. Wow. Yes. Yeah. What did that? Uh, how did that reflect your bank account, Neil? Um, you know, I'm I'm still broke. So <laughs> not good. Was not would not do again. <laughs> not um, worth it. I probably would have made more money if I just sold my copy of Radiant Historia. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then for the rest of April, in the retail world, we have Lego City Undercover The Chase Begins, um, which I'm, I'm kind of interested in. I hope that there's a demo. I feel dumb that I didn't play the demo at PAX East. Um, I honestly forgot it was there. They definitely weren't point. showcasing that one as much as the Wii U version, which was already yeah. out. Which mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right. The Wii U version. I Which, were there two consoles running the Wii U version, or was it just one? I think so. Yeah, and it, like two huge TVs, like prominently displayed right in the middle of the booth, and it kind of like tucked to the corner. It was like, oh yeah, here's the 3DS one that isn't out yeah. yet. <laughs> I think I think that's uh probably what we're gonna see when the 3DS one comes out is that it's just gonna be tucked to the corner. Oh. Maybe they see the 3DS game as another reminder, being like, did you get the Wii U game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like it'll be, probably be a you know a fun portable representation of the Wii U game, but uh, I mean, it, it will deal with more limitations. I think the like, better load times, though. 
<laughs> probably. I want to say the last few like Lego games that have been ported, well, not ported, but have been have come out like on the 3DS and even the DS have been fairly decent. Um, yeah, compared to their console like counterparts, smart, smart down ports. Of yeah, the console version. Yeah, because um, I think I reviewed Lego Harry Potter years five through seven on 3DS, <laughs> like in like late 2011. Yeah. Um. I don't really remember that game, but I don't remember it being bad. I remember it being fun. <laughs> Lego Batman 2 is fun, and I, that yeah. was on 3DS. Lego Batman 2 is also coming out on Wii U on May 21st. So <laughs> there's that. Yay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't think I would spend a lot of money on it, but I would probably get Lego Batman 2 on Wii U after hearing Scott rave about it's it. It's so good. I'm I, I, being sarcastic. It would be a reason to play my Wii U. Yeah. And as long as I'm not paying sixty dollars for it, like I would be down. I think even well, no, I guess it was sixty when it came out. I was gonna say even when it came out on PS3 and Xbox, I think it was only fifty, but maybe it was sixty. Either way, yeah, if I mean, if I, it's anything under forty, I'd say it's like for sure must buy. But for you, Neil, specifically being such yeah. a DC fan and having not played it, it just so yeah. much good humor in it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Do we know if it's going to support off-screen play? It does. It, I think it should, okay. yeah. Yeah, I wrote the preview for it, and it's like, they're doing, uh, what's like, one thing that's exclusive to it, a bunch, aside from like some ridiculous touchscreen stuff, like choosing characters or something, it's like that you can do uh, the two-player co-op, and one person has the gamepad, and one person uses the TV. Oh, so that's, yeah, so that's, that's like, awesome. That's awesome. That's really smart, so that's awesome that someone's doing that. That's actually and, really yeah. good, because the yeah. split screen in that game would get kind of wonky. It would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there they, is no they, split screen. Yeah, you can't do it. Well, no, it, no, it would, it would do split screen, no, but no, like, sorry, I mean in the Wii U one. Like, I think. Oh, like okay, yeah, yeah. It. Like, it has to be one person on gamepad, one person on TV. That's going to be so much that's better, really though. Smart. That's going to be so much better. Are they still going to hold the player so that they're on the same screen at the same time, though, or are they going to let them roam freely? You think in the uh, in the game proper, like in in the PS3 version, you could pretty much just roam, especially when you're out like in the open world areas in the city, because it was split screen. Yeah, you could go to completely okay. different places, but this split screen was just kind of terrible. The last time I played a Lego game co-op, I think, was the Lego Batman or Lego Star Wars collection. On oh, Wii. and they, they make you stay together, happened. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. And this... I know what did they do? I think it was Lego Indiana Jones. They introduced the whole thing where, like, when you were on the same screen, you would be together, and it would kind of dynamically split the screen if you went away from each other and oh, that that's, cool. that's how it worked on ps3 and 360 the okay. lego batman 2 but it, it just was kind of like wonky like sometimes it, it, it wouldn't split that. right away or it would split like in a weird way like it doesn't just automatically cut like straight down the middle either like vertically or horizontally like sometimes it'll be this uh, weird like diagonal split and then like you can't get close enough to like make it go away and yeah it was uh, it was kind of tricky but this sounds like the perfect fit um yeah just to kind of jump ahead, I'm actually looking at the list for May now, and I know like the Wii U right now is like notorious for just ports, but looking at the release list for Wii U in the month of May, <laughs> uh, apart from Sniper Elite version two, it's which might City, be a port man. actually, I don't even know, uh, yeah, is yeah. yeah, it's all ports. That's yeah, but bad. I'm excited yeah. for two of them. Very excited. Are you? Are well, I guess those would be the two we haven't mentioned, right? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, DSX um, and so, yeah, uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut, which is unofficially confirmed for May 7th. Uh, retailers have it listed, but Square Enix is still being like, it's just coming out in 2013. Uh-huh. Even though their press release today said 2014, yeah. and they were just like, ah, oh, <laughs> sorry, typo. typo. <laughs> uh, but, um, I mean, that looks pretty cool, but once again, for $60, I mean, like, I 
shit, I own this game on 360. Like, yeah. as much as all the additions for Wii U, like, as much as as much as much they're really cool, like, I can go out right now and get this game for under 20 bucks mm. on yeah. any other system. Yep. But for and me, who hasn't a... played the other versions yeah. of it, this is still probably the best way to go. I think. Uh, for $60? Maybe. Well, Did they say it's 60 at launch? No, they haven't said. Um, oh, okay. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't said anything about price. Um, I think when it was originally listed on Amazon, it was at fifty, and then, and then that pricing's gone now. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we'll see. I, I wrote the some impressions for this. I got to play it at PAX, and I, I've kind of like split. Like if you don't have another way of playing this game, you know, you you just own the Wii U, um, don't own a PC or any of the other platforms, then like for sure this is worth playing if if you're all interested in it. Like this. The definitive version, there's no reason to pass it up. It's not like a shitty port. I mean, it runs well, and it's it's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you have access to other platforms, i kind of just waiting and seeing. It, we'll, we'll see when the review comes how that additional content sort of impacts the game at whole, uh, as a whole. Um, but, yeah, yeah if, if it improves the game um, and makes it just a better experience, then it might be worth paying, you know, an extra 20 or 30 uh, for this version. We'll see. It's weird. I'm not like free flowing with money or something. Like, it's not like I'm like drowning in riches, but there's just something where it's like, I always intended to pick it up. And even though I know I can just get it for like $20, like I'm just playing my Wii U a lot right now and off TV play. I'm like, okay, like I would, I would have bought it when it came out, but I didn't play is, it's like a deal breaker for me. Yeah, so like that's why I want it, and I like the improve and what the, the improvements seem to address a lot of issues. So it's like, well, I would have paid you know fifty or sixty dollars at one point for it if I would have picked it up. So it's new to me. So whatever, I I, I can still I can play it on my PS3 360, but I'm not, so I don't care. I'll just I'll just pay full price, like which is probably exactly what Square wants to hear, and no one else <laughs> wants to hear. But I'm just like, ah, eh, whatever, yeah. like. If I'm buying if I'm buying Atlas games and not playing them for like years after they come out just so I can make sure I have it, <laughs> I think I can afford to buy Deus Ex. So. I I think I mean I think where I kind of lose it with these sports is the fact that there's three in like you know <laughs> a two week span. It's a weird month, <laughs> and I couldn't justify like I kind of want all of them for certain reasons. I mean we already talked about Lego Batman and Deus Ex, and the Wii U additions for them are stuff that's worthwhile to me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still, for a lot of them, I'll wait until they're a little cheaper, which in this day and age will be like two weeks. Um, but Resident Evil Revelations is the third one. And that has some really cool Wii U additions. Oh, I mean, yeah. they have some fun Miiverse stuff. And and for me, I think that the deal breaker for Resident Evil Revelations is whether I'll even consider it is if people get really into raid mode yes. on the Wii U online. Mm-hmm. Because that was... The most fun that I had with Revelations. I, I didn't finish the story on 3DS. It kind of lost me after a while. Um, but I really enjoyed Raid Mode. And the few times I played online, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I would assume since Capcom also did Monster Hunter 3 on, on Wii U that has voice chat built into the gamepad, then they'll probably do the same with Resident Evil Revelations. And that's kind of great. Yeah. I'm super pumped for it. Like, And I, you know, I played through it. I played the shit out of... Raid mode. I guess it's just like just the the friendless I, the friendless I've built up on my 3ds and uh, just like the infrastructure on the Wii U. Like I just expect a lot more out of raid mode this time around. Like just like voice chat alone. Like there was a few yeah. times where like it was like, what are we supposed to do next? Like and like me and like yeah. well, like I would just go around in circles, just trying to find <laughs> the stupid thing we're supposed to find. And it seems like they're putting a lot of effort into it. The the Wii U exclusive stuff is like 
kind of whack. Like it's like it's okay. It's like oh cool, you're you're making a conscious effort, but it's like oh the zombies will like <laughs> you can make them say weird things, which I think will actually probably be pretty awesome. Like you can have little <laughs> yeah. text bubbles. That I mean, zom- zombie, you proved that making zombies have personality from your friends. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it'll be good because then you're like I'm bashing Andy's head in with a crowbar, <laughs> like or I guess cricket bat. So, and right. it worked really, I, and I, you know, I don't care. I, I'll play it again, and there's new enemies and stuff. So, and uh, and it looks really great. So, and off-screen TV to play. So, yeah. And the one kind of wild card game throughout this entire Q2 is is whatever the shit Nintendo is going to plan on release releasing. And um, I more for the fact that we got this from a Twitter recommendation about 10 minutes before recording. <laughs> I probably would have looked up to see when we got the Q2 press release last year. Um, which I can't even think of what the hell came out in May and June. I guess it was Mario Tennis. Um, but it just, we don't know anything about when the next Nintendo games are coming out on Wii U now. Um, we have a good, we have a pretty good scope on their 3DS output because... I mean, we already talked about Lego City Undercover, and we'll talk about uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D and Animal Crossing New Leaf in just a bit. But, I mean, that's that's like, that is 3DS Q2 from Nintendo. On Wii U, we have nothing. I think it's very likely and logical that Game & Wario will come out in Q2, but because we haven't heard anything about it, what it kind of seemed like a slam dunk April release. It's already out in Japan. It came out in the last week of March. But it doesn't look like it's going to come out in April unless Nintendo wants to excite bots the shit out of it. <laughs> and then, other than that, we haven't heard a damn thing about any, I guess, forward progress on Pikmin 3 or We Fit You or even the Wonderful 101. Um, you know, Patrick Scott and I were at PAX East and they had the same goddamn <laughs> fucking demos for Pikmin 3 and the Wonderful 101 that they've had since E3. Like, I think PAX East was no joke, like the fourth event that I've seen some of those demos and some of those were public events like New York Comic Con. Like it's, it's kind of embarrassing that they just don't have anything else to to show from those games. And they're all when last we heard are coming out before the end of June. (laughs) And I'm sorry, that's a bold faced lie. Like you Nintendo as a, as a corporate entity, you spoon fed us bullshit saying that those games are going to come out in the launch window you spoon-fed us more bullshit saying that they were coming out in the first half of the year. Um, if We Fit You, Pikmin 3, and The Wonderful 101 all come out before the end of June, I I think it might be a miracle and would also be dumb because you'd probably be you know, smashing four releases within a six-week period mm-hmm. around E3. I think Wonderful 101 has the strongest chance of coming out before June. I think that and Game & Warrior are probably going to be two games, maybe a May and June release for both of those. Um, yeah. Pikmin 3 and We Fit You, I think, are definitely pushed back, maybe July, August. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to think. I mean, and remember, we still have Wii U Party. I mean, I, I think it'll be completely fucking absurd if Pikmin 3 is like a fall release this year, and I think that's what we're kind of looking at. Uh. At best, I think it's like August. It's weird. Yeah, it's funny because on like the Wii U eShop in like the coming soon section, it was like I think like a week or two ago it was like Wonderful 101 coming soon, and you're like, oh my god, like maybe it's coming soon, and now it's been replaced by like Wario uh, Game and Wario. So you're like, oh, I don't even know what's going on. It's so weird. Like they just throw coming soon <laughs> down there for like anything. It's crazy. They should just put games. They should just spell games <laughs> and just put coming soon. Games we promise. Yeah. I was at Target today and I, I looked at the. Swear the... to God, guys. 
I was at Target today and was looking at the Wii U section, and it's just the saddest piece of shit section I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's I was I was in Nintendo fucking World Store today, and I looked at the Wii U section. I'm like, this is so depressing. And I look at that 3DS section. I'm just smiling because like I haven't I haven't really seen a box copy of Luigi's Mansion out in the open because I have the digital version. I haven't really been out to too many stores. I'm like, oh, and look at that, and there's Fire Emblem. I'm like, oh, the 3DS is so nice. And I went upstairs to the Wii U. And, like, they have all these kiosks, and it's just, like, people aren't playing them, or they just have, like, Lego City at the pause menu. And it's not that people weren't there. I just think people didn't give a shit. The, uh, at the Target I was at, the two games that were sold out, or at least just weren't in stock for some reason, uh, were whatever the NBA game is that's out, and then, um, Wheel of Fortune. So, <laughs> I don't I don't know what that says about the people I, I in my area. Lego City's in stores. Or what, but... Not good. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's Wii U it lo- is looking kind of rough retail wise. Um, I, I I actually wrote a blog post about why I'm really stoked for Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D. Um, I'm I will be there with bells on for this game. Uh, I actually did kidnap my copy back from uh from my brother recently. <laughs> but yeah. I'm really excited for Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D. How about you guys? I'm not really because I played the Wii version and I don't think there's enough there to warrant purchasing the 3DS one. Well, all that's there is the Wii game, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I was hoping they'd confirm like new levels or something yeah. that they added that would make it at least worth to, worth it to me. But nope. <laughs> yeah, same here. I've played that game through two times maybe even three times like completely so i have no need for this i played through it once with my wife and now i'm like oh i'll just do it by myself i remember like watching the trailer and being like i don't remember any of these levels so it's been long enough for me that i'm like i will totally buy it again because i'm a weirdo it's a very good game though i mean if anyone missed it the first time around there's no reason not to pick up this version of it It might i mean it might even be better suited for a mobile platform i don't know like I mean, that's what I'm kind of excited for. Is I mean, I just straight up play games more on the 3DS. Part yeah. of what I talked about in my blog is that Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, or the first game on Wii, uh, the original game, um, it came out at a time when the Wii was starting to fade for me. Uh, because after that, like that was you know the first half of 2011. I don't think there was like a that Mario Sports Mix might have been it for like six months, um, which I didn't give a shit about. Um, but like that was the time when I stopped playing my my Wii that much. I think it was also around when 3DS came out too. So I went more towards that. And I think the only reason I got the game was that I think I got some shitty game for Christmas that I didn't want, and then I returned it for store credit and bought Donkey Kong Country Returns. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed what I played a lot, but I just didn't get through it. Yeah, that seems to be most people's like story well except for uh patrick and tyler i guess but i feel like when we've had like yeah. zach on and mike on like everyone's like yeah i kind of played it but never really finished it yep. so what what Disgusting. but yeah awesome <laughs> awesome game wish there was new so, content but following up with what we were talking about about when nintendo announced their q2 lineup before um mario tennis open was dated at the end of february so yeah <laughs> Um, I'm very pessimistic about anything good coming out on the Wii U for May and a- or for April and May. At this point. Jesus! Hooray! Well, you at know, you know, we, Wii U eShop. Yeah, well, and you know, it could really 
kind of hide all this is if they finally launch the virtual console for real. Won't make well, it all go away out this month. Well, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see, and we'll see what's available. It also too develop, you know, depend. Like, is everything that was on the Wii going to be available day one with Wii U, you know, features? No. <laughs> right. No, I don't <laughs> think so. So are we just going to get yeah. the same trickling out of like a few games a week again? I mean, I don't know. If if it launched with a full store with just all kinds of content, I think that would be great, and you'd forget a lot it about this. Be lack of uh new content at least within store yeah. uh store shelves but that probably won't be the case i wouldn't be surprised yeah, if it's just all five games that they've already been selling for 30 cents just available probably. again and for a higher price well i guess like it's, uh, we'll see the the fourth one the fourth one's kirby Adve- kirby's adventure which is coming out um i guess the middle of the month i may actually play that one for more than 10 minutes <laughs> yeah i mean i'll totally like i'll romp through punch out like i got through the first circuit or two because i got it it was like right before pax east so i just haven't really gone back to it yeah um and then i guess the the last thing to talk about is animal crossing which i mean we won't go too in depth there will be lots of animal crossing love in the future but i will be getting this game no doubt for sure despite never really enjoying an animal crossing game because i play the shit out of my 3ds and i will <laughs> check this shit every day <laughs> that may be the first game i get digitally my first retail <laughs> digital game Ooh. you've got any I, I others digitally Get no, out uh, well i have a copy of, my etrian odyssey copy is digital but that that was a review copy that so. wasn't by choice yeah <laughs> <laughs> choice would have been retail on that huh. one um and then we've got some eShop stuff coming out uh dylan's rolling western the last ranger will be out next week april 11th which <laughs> Neil's most anticipated I don't, I, game. I don't care. <laughs> Did anyone else play Dylan's Rolling Western and like it? Yeah, here? I liked it. Cool. Good <laughs> Get off the show. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just Fire not like a, with like tower defense. Like I don't have like a lot of experience with it, and it was like kind of. I think like starship defense is like my only other one. So I don't I know. I kind of dug it. Defense. I dug it. I don't know. I know it's not the best, but I I dug it. I had if, fun with it. If they clean some stuff up in the sequel, I might consider looking into it. Because there was a lot that I liked about it, no. but it just it was very repetitive, and I did not like the controls too much. Mm. But then again, I also didn't like Phantom Hourglass, but really liked Spirit Tracks, because they refined the controls and, yeah. and fixed up some of the dumb gameplay mechanics Spirit that I didn't enjoy. Awesome. Yeah. Like um, and Mario and DK, I forget what the subtitle is. Um, shit. I feel like a terrible host right now. Something oh, with minis, buds now, probably. I think it yeah. Is. <laughs> um, but I, I'm I'm super super excited for that game. I don't know about you guys. No. <laughs> really? I think really? I just I really just like the first one the for like Game Boy Advance because uh, it was more like Donkey Kong '94, and then it was like more about like controlling the robots and stuff. I really lost interest in it at that point. Yeah. It is minis Mario on and the Don- move. Yeah. <laughs> Minis on the move. Minis on the move. Oh, they all blend yeah. together. But like this one looks weird and like different. They so do. like I'll definitely be open to it. I just didn't like yeah. the DS entries like at all. I just like we'll, the one game we'll, advance one. I I don't know when this is coming out. I would assume either like at the earliest probably the end of April, but mo- more likely May. Mm. Um, but the one thing about it is that we will probably hear something more about it because uh, I think Aaron and maybe Carmine. We'll be going to a 3DS event that Nintendo is going to be hosting in a few weeks. Mm. I forget the exact date. It's I want to say like two weeks from now or something like that. Um, and I would assume they'll be playing uh, Lego City, Donkey Kong Country, Animal Crossing, and probably Dylan's and Mario and Donkey Kong and, and some other 
probably eShop downloadable stuff too. Do you think it's safe to say that there will be a Nintendo Direct probably right before that event? Uh, right around it, I would assume. That, um, okay. They might reveal more stuff, or that's they might, what I'm like, thinking. Reveal more details on the same day or something, or reveal new games that they can then play at that event. Yeah, maybe a couple days. That later. would be smart. Mm-hmm. And then on the Wii U eShop, um, I think we're getting that Spin the Bottle game, uh, which I know. I think Aaron talked to the developers at GDC, and that's just stuff where it's like you don't even need the TV; you just spin the bottle on the gamepad and stuff. Mm, I'll have you guys uh, over. You, <laughs> yeah. Mutant Muds Deluxe is coming out in May or June, and we saw that at PAX East, and I'm very, very excited to, to rebuy that game and play the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I know with that one, like with the with the 3DS one, like with the update, I started playing it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Deluxe is coming out," so I totally stopped playing the Granny levels because I'm like, I need something new. Because yeah. at that time, it wasn't like confirmed there'd be new stuff, yeah. and I didn't want to do like a Mighty Switch Force where I buy it, and I'm like. Oh, I'm not gonna play this. I I've already done all this, so it's pretty. Yeah. I'm really excited to get to dig into the granny stuff, but I probably gotta beat the game again. And then uh, Toki Tori Two will be out by the time you hear this, and I've actually been playing that. Uh, Guillaume will have a review for Nintendo World Report that will be up um, before you hear this. Uh, I'm reviewing it for Nintendo Force, um, but it's for our like May issue, so you won't read it for like a month and a half. Uh, just the way our schedule works but i've been enjoying toki tori 2 it's fucking gorgeous and beautiful and i love the environments and the music but the puzzles are some of the most obtuse bullshit i've ever seen in a video game and and they tout how it's a metroidvania and it's not a metroidvania it's like a metroid one game Uh, because that's what i'm reminded of more and it's not that it's bad it's just that like I think it's like Paper Mario Sticker Star and the fact that you'll get to an area and, okay, you could bang your head against a wall for like an hour or you just go online and figure out how to solve the the really tough puzzle. Um, Because some of the things are are really, really tricky to do. Um, It does a a decently good job at kind of organically telling you how to do different things, which which is really awesome. It is that kind of super Metroid idea of having like the things showing you how to wall jump. And it... And it succeeds at doing that a lot of the time, but there's just some moments where I'm at a point in the game and I just have nowhere to go, no idea where to go. Because you basically get through this area and you kind of like reach a point where then you can warp around and they give you very vague hints as to where you need to go next. And it's just not, it's not enough. Like they should have had a super guide for this game. <laughs> does it, uh, yeah. you're playing it on a retail unit, so like, does it hang when you hit the home button? It'd be awesome if it didn't. <laughs> I feel like that's a legitimate concern uh, now with like everything. Like every game now, I had to be like, "Oh, is it gonna have that?" Oh uh, wait, wait. You mode? mean if it if it freezes? Yeah. Like, does it have that or no? Uh, it hasn't. It hasn't. Woo! <laughs> that's like yeah. big news. Like that should be like a pro in the yeah. review. We're like one of the, one of the new, few new <laughs> games that does not game. freeze. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Because there's only like two new games. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it's a bummer. But maybe it'll be like trying to, where I'm just like, what the fuck do I do here, guys, on Meverse? And then people are like, yeah. hey, dummy. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's why, like, I, in all honesty, I'm kind of excited to, for more people to get the game. <laughs> so that way <laughs> I can just, use Meverse it's just in you that and regard. Guillaume and Guillaume's like, it hasn't even yeah. checked. You're like, I'm waiting for him to check. Yeah, Guillaume and, actually, Guillaume and I actually had a little bit of a back, in the, back and forth where we're just like, dude, what the fuck? And, and you should see his review because I know uh, him and his girlfriend. Like spent a night trying to figure out stuff in the game, and like he, there is in the review, 
a doodle that his girlfriend made to try to solve a puzzle. It's kind of amazing. I think he put on Twitter that he spent four hours on one of the puzzles in the game. Yeah. Oh my god. I have I have been up like I've been like, oh I'll try to get to the next area and then I'll be there like for an hour on one puzzle. And it's cool. And like it- I love I love the setting and everything. Like there's so much that I like about this game, but there's just that one big part where it's every now and then you get to this puzzle where you're just like Holy crap, game. Like, they're not even a clue? <laughs> if it's that hard, people are going to start making I mean, Dark Souls, unfair Dark Souls comparisons, because that's, like, the cool thing to do. It's so yeah, hard. It's like Dark Souls. Any, any game that's difficult where you die a lot. <laughs> it's Dark Souls, right? Right, guys? Um, yeah, so uh, I guess let's talk about some other games that people have been playing. <laughs> Um, how about, Tyler, you tell us about Most Wanted oh You. Oh, my God. <laughs> like... Guys, this game is so good. I think a problem that it has is that people are like, oh, port. And it's like, yeah, I know. It's been like six months or something. I don't know, since it came out. It just came out like late last year. But it's like, get over that. Because this game is like incredible. And it's like bringing out like, it's like a racing game, but it's like a platformer. It's just like everything like that I want. And like what brings it all together is like the game's like autolog. And what that is, is like, it just tracks all your friends. Like anyone that's playing instantly things show up. So everyone's like addicted with like runner two. Like you'll see Patrick on top of your leading board and you're <laughs> like this fucking guy, like how am I going to beat his score? And like everyone, you know, Patrick's like, it's really easy. Like it's, it's not even that hard to beat me, but whatever it is hard. But this one, it's cool because it shows, like, everyone, and it's not just, like, here's number one. Can you get number one? Can you, can you, can you, you know, beat this race in one minute? It's like, well, here's, some, here's like, a buddy of yours who's, like, in fifth place. Can you beat him? Here's a guy who's in third place. Can you beat him? So it's really, like, encouraging that way, and it's a lot better. But, like, it's not just racing, and this is what I like the most about it is I tool around in Fairhaven, which is the city. So this game, it's not like a point-to-point racing game. Like, it's not like, oh, pick your race and go race on that track. It's like, it gives you, like, this whole city to navigate. It's really beautiful. It's well-built. There's, like, a crazy filter where, like, dirt builds up on the screen. It looks like like looking through a dirty window. It's just, like, a stunning game. Like, it'll blow you away. And you drive, like, real-world cars, drive around, crash. There's traffic. There's a day and night cycle. Um, Anyways, but as you drive around... There's, like, billboards, and there's fences, and the billboards show, um, when you see a billboard, it's, like, it's all, like, developers and stuff, like, um, uh, like, DICE, it's all EA people, you know, whatever, but anyways. Not like ATV, where it's mutant muds and bomb monkey. Over and over again, no, but it it actually is the same developers over and over again, it's, like, like I said, uh, like, DICE and, uh, um, uh, uh, the Dead Space guys, I can't remember their name, I don't know why that word's not coming to my head, uh, Visceral. Visceral. Yeah, so anyway, so, like, so you smash through them, <clears throat> and then you look back, and it'll be and there'll be a picture on it. If you flew, if you like drove the furthest off from that billboard, it'll be your Mii's face, but if it's someone else, it'll be their <laughs> face. So, like, Holy and, like, shit, that's awesome. It's amazing, and it's like, you just drive around, you're like, wait, that's not my face, and then you're like, okay, well, it's up there, so, and this is where like, the platforming comes into play, where you're like, okay, well, I that's like a level up, like, how do I get up there like it's on like it's on top of some weird cargo ship like I don't understand it so then you kind of like work your way backwards like you got to find where eventually like there's an on-ramp and then you'll find a little detour off of that and that finally gets you to that spot 
But the best part is, is like, as you're doing that, you're going to find like something else to do. And it's like, there's just so much going on and there's so much to do that you're just constantly just always having fun. And I'm like, not even racing that much. All I'm doing is driving around and there's someone in particular that when I see their me, I'm like, nope, I can't let this go. I am going to find the best car and I'm going to drive <laughs> through this and make it my face. And hopefully he'll see it and understand that I had a vendetta and I set out to, to take him down. But like, What's cool about the game is like something that they've that they've done since like Burnout Paradise, developers Criterion, um, is that uh, it's like Easy Drive, and by pressing right on the D pad, and uh, you bring up this menu, and just by going up and down and pressing right, you can like change your car. There's a uh, there's an auto log recommends, which is just like, hey, your buddy got this time on this race. Do you want to try to do it? Uh, you can like you can change your car. So a big part of this game is that there's police. And they'll like, you know, they'll try to take you out and stuff like that. You got various levels, kind of like GTA, where the more you do, the more that you hurt the police officers, they'll try to get you, they'll build a bigger army. But um, what's cool is like, you can modify your car and you can make it have like reinflating tires. And so when they lay out a spike strip, you can go over it and it's just like, <laughs> your tires reinflate instantly. And then like the game will track how long <laughs> the police are tracking you down. And that in itself is also a leaderboard. So it's just like, you're just constantly competing <laughs> with friends. And like, there's like um, things that measure your speed as you go down the highway, like, and measure how fast you're going and that compares you against your friends it's just like spectacular in that sense like i like i said i don't i just tool around the city forever and then i lose my way and i just find something else to do it's like it's probably like, it's like one of the best Wii games i've played like it's just phenomenal i'm really sad that i missed the sale on ea's I website literally for 30 just checked to see if it was still there yeah it was really <laughs> weird like people caught it and they did get it but it seemed like it was like I don't know, like it's like it was part of a sale or something. It just seemed like such a weird price, and that they changed it over so quickly. It was really, really bizarre. And I think people were getting receipts, and it showed the full price on the receipts, like even though they paid thirty bucks on it. So it was really, really bizarre. Uh... But it's too bad. Like it's like a, like I'm really weird, and I got the game for review. And like Neil's like, Tyler, I won't have a case. And I was like, forget it. I need the case. So I just like went out and bought it because I didn't even want to wait for the review <laughs> copy to come in. Like I was like, I can't so, wait. Uh, so what are you doing with that extra copy? Oh, I don't know. I just <laughs> I may have sold it already, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm a total uh, turd. Um, but anyways, now I feel really bad. But yeah, I know that's fine. <laughs> Need for Speed Most Wanted is amazing. Everyone should check it out. Uh, the review's gonna be out like really soon. So yeah, my review. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, so Patrick, I know that you are, uh, well, I guess just a savant in a lot of games, but <laughs> you got hardcore into Zen Pinball 3D. I so did. How, and how is Zen Pinball 2 on Wii U? Well, the only table I got so far on Zen Pinball 2 was, um, the same table that was in Zen Pinball 3D, the Excalibur table. I love Excalibur. Because I, at one point I was the, the first place on the 3D table on the leaderboard. So I was like, maybe I can recreate my, uh, success. And turns out I cannot because the <laughs> physics in this game are just, I don't know what it is about them, but I can't pull off the same tricks that I did in the uh, 3D version. Um, in particular, I used to use the left flipper to get up to the multiball ramp and I would just do that over and over and over again and then just keep <laughs> repeating multiball and I can't do it anymore. It just is incapable of making that, um, I guess, ramp up. And yeah. It's kind of sad because I think in a lot of ways the game is harder and it, I guess it's more like real pinball in that you lose not because of you but because of the game's physics where yeah. um, there's always the things on the left and right where the ball can go down and you don't have any way to get to it and that's how I lose all of my balls. Oh. They always go down those ramps. 
I know I played the demos for all the Marvel tables, and eventually I'll probably, you know, buckle down and buy a few of them. Um, but I'm, I mean, I, I really love the way that that game looks on the gamepad. Oh, it, it um, looks great and off yeah. TV play. Um, I don't know if you notice switching between the TV and the gamepad. I think it's really cool. You just kind of swipe your finger yeah. back and forth. Sonic Racing did uh, the same kind of thing, except for okay. this one's actually intuitive. The Sonic <laughs> Racing one, I thought it didn't have off TV play for a long time. Mm. And so was... like, I'm like, wait a minute, it does? Someone told me on Twitter and I looked into it. I was like, oh, I wish they told me that. The first time I did it, it was just this kind of reaction in me where I just kept flipping it back and forth. <laughs> for... <laughs> same here. It was just so amazing to see it do that. But um, yeah, there, there's so many tables on that store that you can buy, which... I think 24 yeah. are out right now. The only I real can't problem... wait for the Star Wars ones to come out. It's really unintuitive to buy the tables. You have to go yeah. into the Wii U eShop to do it. And you don't just buy the table like there's... You have to buy the trial, which is free, and then you have to buy the table, which is like yeah. the $3 or whatever it is. And I had first downloaded, I had bought the $3 pack and I installed it and then nothing happened. And I spent 30 minutes trying to figure out why did the eShop take my money <laughs> and not. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. Yeah. But yeah, I figured it all out and it's, it's really good. I mean, it's still fun. It's still Zen Pinball. You should definitely check it out since you can get one table for $3 or just try out the demos. Yeah, or you can get, uh, I think, a pack of four or three. or No, it's yeah. a pack of four for ten. I yeah. Think. There's a um, couple, which... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yep. So that's that's out now. Go check it out. And we'll probably be coming back to it whenever we get new tables, I would assume. Um, but Bioshock Infinite is a game um, that Scott and I are playing. Scott... How are you enjoying Bioshock Infinite? I tweeted about this yesterday. Like, I'm kind of having, like, a weird, like, love-hate relationship with it, I guess. I think we're on the same page as as per our conversation on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's just reread our tweets. Can we do that? I'll be you and you be me. <laughs> okay, okay. I need, I need to get open Twitter. Okay, hold on. Um, I've got it on my phone here. Let me go back to my app replies. Very popular, so you're going to be near the bottom now. It's been yeah, almost 24 here. hours, so I'm sure I've got 8,000 things on here. Okay, I'm ready when you are. All right, all right. Um. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Well, no, you're you're first because you're me. Oh wait, 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 wait! I I don't have your tweets up. I, it, shit's tough, man, because you never at reply. Well, actually, no, never mind. I found the conversation. So I'm you. <laughs> yeah, you're me. Go ahead. Weird roller coaster relationship <laughs> with Bioshock. Love the look. Tired of all the shooting. Still wondering about impact of social climate. And then you replied shortly thereafter. I've really dug it, but yeah, it's all shooty shooty, and I wish it was more puzzly puzzly. I guess when it comes down to it, I just wish Bioshock Infinite was Metroid Prime. The end. <laughs> <laughs> what a conversation. <laughs> and scene. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just very bizarre. Like, starting the game, I, I fell in love with it instantly. I mean, the it oh, looks man. amazing. That intro is so cool. It's so the cool. Way it brings you into that world is fucking awesome. Absolutely. I mean, and it just looks great. I mean, it's so, it's so refreshing to play a modern, really well-designed, like, graphically impressive game that uses a full color palette and, like, isn't just, like, dark and brown and 
ugly. You know, yeah. like like you're in this just beautiful floating city, and there's all these colors and all these people, and it, there's just so much going on. It, it just feels like a, a really great alive place um and it's so fun i mean that you really spend the first hour just walking around i mean just just sort of exploring that you don't even really you don't shoot for a while and i mean i don't want to get into too many details but there is the moment when combat is introduced into that game is probably my favorite moment in the game um it's it's so fucking cool although i, I admittedly i'm only like four or five hours into it i'm about i think i'm about halfway through so i haven't seen any twists or anything yet yeah, I, I'm about five hours in myself, so we're we're probably about the same point. Uh, I think I'm going there. I just got the shock power and have to go activate the gondola. So I think that's probably oh, okay. right. Okay, yeah, next, I right? think I think I'm like uh, half an hour, an hour ahead of you or something. Okay, yeah. Um, but I loved it. But see, it's funny you say that the part where you first get into combat like was awesome for you, and, and it's a shocking moment. But I felt like yeah. this this weird disconnect. Um, it it just was such a sudden change uh, out of nowhere, yeah. and so and so gruesome, really. I mean, I guess light spoilers for Bioshock, maybe. I mean, we're not going to talk. Yeah, neither of like, us has even like beaten it, so hour, like, yeah, it's like hour two, maybe. I mean, so it, if you're really that skittish, skip ahead like two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but so so, so you do nothing for yeah. the first hour except explore. I mean, you, you're having conversations with people. You're just in, enjoying this this world. And then all trying this, to basically figure out what the fuck is going on, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, people take notice of you and, and realize that you have this this branding on your hand um, that's been like prophesized to be the branding of like the the great betrayer who's gonna like ruin this whole this whole city, this whole A utopia that they built. Yeah. And so the moment that happens, these guards come and they're ready to just like kill you, and you grab their like heinous like melee weapon from them which is just this like spinning thing with like it's like it's like a drill that you also use as a grappling hook yeah and you grab it from them and then you drive it into this guy's face and just like cut his head open basically and it, it's just yeah. this like juxtaposition and i not that i'm opposed to violence but the, i was really enjoying just ha- like having fun and exploring and then there's just this sudden outburst of violence and then i feel like the game never really goes back from that like i thought I thought that moment was very cool, but definitely shortly after that, once the combat started, and it was just kind of like, oh, it's it's Bioshock combat. Um, I mean, the only the only cool stuff that I found is that you know you do have those moments where, and actually, I think the the combat scene that you're about to get to, you can use like they there's like basically um, you use your grappling hook and you kind of like glide around these magnetized tracks. And you can do that in combat. And that's kind of the only thing that I found is, like, largely different from Bioshock. Yeah. As far as combat-wise, is that you have more open environments, which is kind of cool. But even still, I've gotten to a point where it's not even like I've had that, like, great of trouble with the game. But I might just turn it down to easy and rock through the rest of the game and just enjoy the story. Because that's what I'm in it for, is to see, you know what ridiculous shit happens in the back half of this game and, and see the world that they created. That's, that's what I care about. I don't really, I've gotten to a point where the combat's just devolved into me using murder of crows on people <laughs> and then like shooting them with whatever gun I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's I... just, it, it's got, it's gotten to a point where, I mean, there's always like a, there's you know, like fucking George Washington robots that you fight that are really cool. But the first time you fight them, it's really cool. And then you fight them again, and you're like, okay, I already fought one of these fucking things. 
Right, and then they keep coming, and, and same with some of the other yeah. bosses, like the crow boss that you get the, the crow power from, and then the the, yeah. the firefighter who you get the firepower from, you know, it's like, yeah. you fight them once and it's cool, and then they just sort of keep coming back, and yeah, I just feel like the combat is just a, a grind at this point, like, yeah. I, I, it's just not really all that fun to me, and I'm not a huge fan of first-person shooters to begin with, which maybe that's same here. the problem, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, so I've got this weird like dichotomy in my head where I really enjoy the look of the game and the world that's been created, but I'm not having that much fun like actually traversing it because I keep having to stop and just have these shootouts with enemies. And and like you said, it's not like they're challenging, but they just like, they just feel like they're wasting time, (laughs) you know? Like, and when when you die, you just are revived right where you're at or at least nearby. Kind of thing is, the same kind of thing as Bioshock. Right, um, right. Except for this time, there's a monetary hit, but even that's negligible. Right. Um, um, really, honestly, playing this game and and our conversation that we so wonderfully reenacted, <laughs> I, I think probably after this, it might not happen right away, but I, I think I might go back and replay a Metroid Prime game because I think that's just like, that's what's missing from first-person shooters that I that I've been kind of not really into like even halo four like i was really into that for about like four missions and then it was just kind of like oh it's a halo game because i mean that's what that game does is that you know it brings you into this new world where you're fighting these new enemies and then it's just like yeah that was cool now just go back and fight the flood again yeah or fight the covenant or whatever um and that just like it lost me because i'm just like i just feel like i've done this all before and that was the one thing with all three Metroid Prime games is that playing them all, like, okay, they're very similar in what they're doing, but they're all still really different. Like, the, I mean, the first one, people can say, is just Super Metroid in 3D. Uh, the second one, Love It or Hate It, has, like, the, you know, the cool light-dark mechanic and has that going for it. And the third one is a little more segmented, has some different environments, actually has a sky area that is very reminiscent, or I guess... Bioshock Infinite's Columbia is very reminiscent of the sky area. <laughs> we even did the same great. thing, like like floating across like you know like different platforms yeah. and stuff with like a grappling hook. Um, yep. Um, but even like three was different in the way it kind of was structured, and and I really like that about all three of those games. Even though I'm not I'm not quite as over the moon about them as a lot of other people are. Like Metroid Prime is not my game of the decade, despite it being Nintendo World Reports for like, <laughs> 2001 to 2010. Um. But I mean, guys, I think I just want to play the Metroid Prime games. Yeah, Infinite. But after that, I think the next first-person shooter I play <laughs> will be Deus Ex, and then Metroid Prime. There you go. Yeah, it, it has me. It's funny, but playing it similarly to you, it has me just really, really amped for the next Metroid or Zelda game that's in HD and on the Wii U. Um, yeah, because I think these types of worlds. Now, now, granted, there's a lot of. I mean, the creativity behind the creation of Columbia is. Like it's just awesome. it's outstanding. Have, yeah, I mean, you know, they this have is, like pop songs remade in yeah. the eighteen twelve style. It's so cool. I mean, it's not like it's just because it's using a brighter color palette that that's what's doing. I mean, it's really well yeah. designed, but still, just looking at it and it, it gets me so excited for what Nintendo could do uh, with with their hardware, creating a, a kind of world like this um, for either you know a Metroid or a Zelda game. So yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. And then I'm interested to see, you know, as it wraps up, how the sort of, like, racial and social stuff plays out. I really didn't even know that was a, a part of the game at all. Neither did I, um, until it was just like, oh, the the the, rebel, the rebels are all black people. 
Right, and, and right. It's like they're slaves. Yeah, and as you're playing, I did, like like you, I, I wonder if it's gonna bite me in the ass. But when I did go through like the the slave work area, I just went into a room and shot a dude and. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Well, like I was exploring, like because <laughs> yeah, basically, like you go down to this area, it might actually be. Oh shit! It might be a little ahead of where you're at. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, no, I thought you meant like early um, on when you were like you find no, the safe no. house and there's like sa- like slaves like yeah yeah. I think, it's, I think it's secrecy. I think it's like the next place that you go. to. Okay, okay. It's like you go to this area where there's a bunch of slaves working, and I just found my way like into this room where there was like just like a like a you know like a slave guard guy just chilling out there, and like it had the icon that like if I stole this, I would be stealing, or if I grabbed something, I would be stealing from this guy, and I was like. Well, fuck that. I want some money. <laughs> so I just killed him and then just walked away. Wow. And, like, people were like, we need to stop him. And I just kept on walking to the next objective. Wow. You monster. <laughs> yeah. But, um. I have, I, have a, I have a dark streak. I, I, have, I had a town in Fable 2 that just, I would walk into it and they'd all try to kill me. Because <laughs> I, I, I think my male character got married to a dude and then I murdered him. <laughs> Very good. Like, it was accidental. It was just like I spent time with this guy, but. Yeah, um, so it's probably some deep dark secret about my life. The evil, evil person. Um, then I got in a three way, and it was Fable Two was fun. But anyway, yeah. So we'll see. I, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Right now, it feels kind of like window dressing. Like it shocked me at first, and it, it kind of adds this like disturbing edge to Columbia, where it's like you think it's this great, wonderful place, and then as you get like deeper and deeper into it, you realize that it's like built on the foundations of racism and slavery and classism. Yeah. But it's like right now, I feel like that's all kind of in the background. Like no one really comments on it, and like like Booker, the guy you're playing as, doesn't really seem interested at all in what's yeah. going on. And, and, and granted, think, he's, he's a product. The he, way it is. What? I think that's just the way it is. Is that it's just in the background, <laughs> right? And like, granted, he's a product of his time. Like, he's not going to come here. I mean, he he's obviously lived through slavery, and he's not going to yeah. necessarily come here. Like these reprehensible people or something. But I'm I'm hoping. I don't know that it has something more to do than just like these are why these guys are bad and why you need to fight them is because they're racist. You know, it is different in yeah. the original Bioshock where it's like these are crazy, like quasi, like zombie, just just crazy people. You know, like they, these are really just fucked up monsters at this point who are trying to kill you. And in this game, it's like they're just some racists who live in the sky. Not that racism's fine, but it's like it, it's. When I'm brutalizing people with these, you know, that grappling hook in the beginning, it's like, well, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it's it's just kind of bizarre for me. I, it's just interesting. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping for some kind of payoff, but it probably won't happen. Yeah. So. Um, but, I mean, I, I've been enjoying it still. But I think that'll be about it for this segment. We didn't get to all the games that we have been playing Wait until the next time that we talk to hear more about Lego City Undercover and Luigi's Mansion as uh, we've all gotten our hands on them. And we'll probably dedicate a lot of time to them because those are kind of the major Nintendo releases for a while. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Cool. That is is what you've been playing. And you too. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. 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 See ya. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to send your listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com, and please rate and review the show on iTunes. 